What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and edition of the Dave Sturchio Show, coming to you right here from the Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru Studio, a.k.a. Chop Studios in Matawan, New Jersey. I am your host and only host, say that three times fast, Probably pretty easy, actually. I just decided to screw it up. This is Dave Sturchio. I hope everybody else is doing well out there. Uh, I hope everybody's had a productive week. I looks like I'm starting to lean towards a Friday type show for this show, uh, just because the week just shakes out the way it shakes out, and this is when I have the time to sit down and stare at the blue and black wall and uh, talk some shit um, into a microphone. So I hope again everybody's doing good. Um, the week this week is come and gone. Uh, I got my voice back around Wednesday morning, I guess, but even that was kind of scratchy. Um, as you all know, and if you've been listening to this podcast since Jump Street, everybody knows that I'm a big time and <clears throat> excuse me, um, maybe the biggest Dallas Cowboys fan out there, uh, specifically, I guess, in New Jersey. Um, you know, I, I, listen, I'm not going to question anybody's fanhood, and I'm not going to sit there and tell you, you know, who knows more about the Cowboys than me, right? And then. You'll have X's and O's guys come in there like, well, you know, there's the route tree. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, it's like, but it's all about feeling. That's what fanhood is all about, is feeling of what the team and how it makes you feel. The Dallas Cowboys provide me the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Meaning, like, look, there there could be a million things that go wrong in a day and things could piss me off or things can go right and I'll feel good and everything will be fun. Um but the Dallas Cowboys really do dictate the day-to-day operation, okay? Because Sunday, again, going into the game, I didn't sleep on Saturday night. That's what this team does to me. I don't really sleep much the night before a game because I'm pumped up about it, um, nervous about it, all that shit, right? I mean, like, it's it's the Giants, and it's like, oh, man. I, You know, I feel like I'm still in, 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 like, school, you know, whether it be grammar school, middle school, high school. I remember... Grammar school was great because I got to win a couple Super Bowls and kind of flaunt that way. Uh, but middle school's been tough. High school was even tougher. And then pretty much the entire time since then, has been it's been rough because the Cowboys haven't been anything of note outside of division champion, and, and that's really it. Um, so going into this game, I knew I was going with my brother, my best friend Greg. Um, we uh, we made a day of it, man. It was a long, long day. We uh, we decided to venture to Reds, which is a sports bar in Karlstadt, which is down the street from the stadium. You can literally throw a football from Reds to the stadium. Depends on who you are. Um, but uh, we, we got there for the 1 o'clock games because Greg is a 49ers fan. So we went out there and we watched that. It was weird. It felt different. I haven't been to a bar in a long time on a football Sunday, specifically when the Cowboys are actually playing that day. You know what I mean? So it's like... My rule of thumb when I go to a Cowboys-Giants game or a Cowboys game in Texas is to just go ham in the pregame, settle down towards the end of the tailgate, and then be okay for the game and not even drink any beers during the game because I'm just, one, I can't handle it. Like, I just, I'm already angry and anxious as is. So, like, what drinking beers during that process would probably not be the right way. Um, And I want to let everybody know I'm sober since Sunday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I've not touched beer, and I don't think I'm going to do it until maybe I go out to Texas in a couple weeks. Need a little bit of a, uh, you know, uh, a liver cleansing, all right? So um, anyway, so we're at Reds. It was an interesting vibe. Mostly, you want to say, majority Giants fans kind of go in there for their pre-pre-game. Um, and you know, there was a couple of select cowboy fans out there. So that's how we kind of like stood next to, uh, watched the game, had some food, 
Got to the parking lot around, I want to say, 4-ish, 4.05. I met up with Tony Catalina and his wife. Um, Tony works for Blogging the Boys, but he also works, um, I believe, for Pro Football Football Network. He's doing a lot of writing for them, so I'm proud of that kid, and I'm proud of everything he's done because me and him kind of started neck and neck with the Cowboys, um, with the uh, Blogging the Boys, and I knew he wanted to do this for a living. So it's a matter of just, you know, keeping your nose to the ground and, and just keep going and going and going. And finally, somebody recognizes his good work. Boom. He gets a paid job. It's enough to have him get out of the insurance game. You know, that's like the biggest goal when you're chasing a goal is to make enough money to live off of what you love. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Um, and it's only picked up in the last couple of weeks. So I have to say, you know, the support system at home has been tremendous. Um uh, going into this uh, last couple of months, you know, after we had the Mojo deal run out, it was like, okay, cool. Where's that money going to come from now? <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, we've we've had a scratch and claw, but we made it through the summer. And I and I said that the fall was going to be the, the the season of change and the season of just flourishing and everybody having a good time and everybody being more profitable. And I know Chris Gucci's doing well with Joe with the break buds, and I'm not about to reveal something that they're about to drop a bomb in a couple of days, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, because I, I saw something that they were able to pull, and it was like, oh, that's fun. So um, stay tuned for that. Go follow those guys if you're on the uh, the WhatNot app, which is a phenomenal app. It's not even just for cards and memorabilia. Like I've seen people like Brian Myers uh, selling wrestling figures on there, people selling sneakers on there. WhatNot's a cool platform specifically for like bidding on things and, and shit like that. They have that really good niche um, I know Fanatics is really kind of starting to take over that a little bit too, um, trying to get th- that live game. But yeah, Break Buds, those guys are are great. They were here this morning when I was uh, kind of getting my bearings and putting a bow on the we- uh, the work week. But anyway, so we get to the parking lot, drinking there, having a good time, seeing a couple of uh, people that I know. We get into the stadium. The only thing I could say I missed was the national anthem, but we did stop, and that's just something I do. It's not corny. Like I stop. I don't. I don't walk. I don't proceed to walk to my seat. I stop take my hat off, put my hand over my heart, and I listen to the national anthem. That's just the way you do. Like, if people are in line for the for food and they're just, you know, some people don't care, and that's fine. I'm just, a, I'm a patriot at heart. I just, I love my country when it's good, <laughs> you know? It's like it's like any other uh, sports team, you know? Like, oh, America? Yeah, no, big fan. Uh, when we're good. When we stink, it's like, I can care less, you know? Um, so, yeah, the Cowboys-Giants game happened, and everybody knows if – you listen to the Jersey Boys podcast or any other podcast like that um, that I do on a football front, you are well aware that the Dallas Cowboys won 40 to nothing. 40 to zero. There was not a point scored by the New York Giants in week one. And when I tell you, it was the most enjoyable game. And I told my brother this. I said, I don't, I don't know if we're ever going to see a game like this again, where it was just constant high fives and hugs and I don't believe this is happenings and text to my dad, Brett Ernst, FaceTime me and my brother, my, my co-host, the Jersey boy. It was incredible. The crowd was Cowboys driven the entire time. Just go back to the first blocked kick. Listen to that highlight. People were cheering. That's not a boo, right? Last night on Thursday Night Football, when the Eagles got off to a slow start, those assholes were completely booing Hurts and the the Eagles out of the stadium after, like, two drives. And I was like, wow, man, these guys are scum. Um, Their fan base is just another fickle bunch. Um, But, yeah, so 40 to nothing, we had a great time. Uh, All the full recaps are on my other podcast. I'm not about to 
get into all the details of the game. You saw what happened. Dak Prescott didn't have to be a hero. The defense played unbelievable. Um, I love this defense, man. I think it's going to be something to watch the entire year. Barring any kind of big catastrophic injuries out of guys like Micah or somebody, Trayvon Diggs, like these guys are well-equipped and deep at all positions to uh, to really make some noise defensively this year. You know, how much that how many, how many wins does that translate to? Defense only? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but as I record this, we're heading into week two where the New York Jets are going to the Dallas Cowboys uh, for their home opener. So the, the, the Cowboys will be hosting that game at 425. It's a uh, Tony Romo and Hello Friends Jim Nance vehicle. So you can go listen to that. Um, and, you know, I'll be down the shore. I'm going to got a shore house for the family. Uh, this was strategically done, by the way. To do it a week later uh, or two weeks later of, like, Labor Day and all this other fiascos. Um, the only problem that we face now all of a sudden is that New Jersey, um, you know, uh, the beaches in New Jersey have had a, a recent history of drownings during the off season, meaning like, hey, it's hurricane season, probably stay out of the uh, out of the water. I don't think I'm a lot of people listen to that. So last year we had a lot of drownings in New Jersey, and out of nowhere, Jenkins's Boardwalk, which is in New Jersey, um, which owns about 75% of the entire Point Pleasant area's beaches, or maybe even 80%, uh, they just shut down. They said, nah, we're good. No more no more swimming in the ocean. So all of a sudden, they're closing beaches. And I'm like, well, what the frick was the point of getting a beach house, right? But it is going to be a nice escape. Um, I will be watching the Cowboys game down there. Uh, so that's not. I'm not going to miss that. I am going to miss WrestlePro, um, which, again, I had the family thing priorly, uh, prior booked. Couldn't make it. Uh, Josh Chernoff did a fantastic job uh, covering for me as far as saying as to why I can't be there. He, he said, uh, storyline-wise, I've been suspended because last week I also got to enjoy the Premier Wrestling Network, uh, Premier Streaming Network's Wrestling Showcase. Say that. Um, that'll got me fired. Um, but uh, they had a great event. It was so much fun. We did a live remote broadcast from there for the Fight Factory. Uh, we felt big time, man. I'm telling you, it's these little things that you keep stacking up these wins, man. It's, it starts to make you feel like you're something important. You're somebody involved. Uh, I can't tell you how many guys hit me up on uh, on like the DM saying like, hey, can I get booked for the next showcase? I'm like, bro, you're talking to the wrong guy. You know what I mean? But but it's cool that somebody would look at the way I carry myself as as somebody of note you know, um, with this company. So that was pretty cool. Um, I've had multiple conversations with Josh and uh, – um, over the the course of the week and and things are ramping up and and I want to be a part of it and everybody knows I'm a part of it already I have you know I, I've dipped my toes into the world of making highlight reels and and different content for the premier streaming network so I'll be doing that going forward um helping them out helping to build um I also officially signed with 624 Pro productions I'm not sure if we talked about that last week it's all kind of a blur but I'll be doing social media for those guys. Make sure you go follow those guys at 624 Productions on Instagram. Uh, all the newest reels. Uh, they're dropping a podcast soon. They'll be doing it out of Chop Studios. So that's another win for us over here. Um, what else happened in the last week? It's just a lot. Um, last night, I got the most awkward but cool, could be a disaster, but could be phenomenal booking I've ever taken in my life. So I got a text from Josh and he says, Hey, you're going to get a text from Wesley. And I was like, Oh, great. Uh, who's Wesley? You know, I had no idea who he was talking about. Um, and Wesley apparently works for Mac trucks, like the Mac truck. It's called Mac truck. You've seen Mac trucks everywhere. 
you know, all over the highways and shit. Um, and what Mack Truck wants to do is that they've been hosting like this online competition where a lot of guys are just answering questionnaires and, you know, scoring points that way and trying to get to this showcase, have you, right? Um, so they're going to do that in Allentown, Pennsylvania in the end of October, a Monday, Tuesday event, which will be like the semifinals. And then the finals are going to consist of four teams of mechanics that work on these Mack trucks. They're going to be doing it at a massive blowout event on on a Wednesday, like right in the middle of the week. I was asked to provide the commentary and some kind of announcing for this because of the fact that they're doing a wrestling style type, like, presentation right and josh recommended me to to team up with him and a expert because i could tell you right now i've changed a tire maybe twice in my life i don't know the shit first thing about mechanical issues or anything like that that's why i always got a guy or i always take it to a a mechanic or i always take it you know i'm not that guy i'm not i'm not that guy that can go work on a car and be like oh i feel tough you know i just don't have a clue i'm a call a guy type guy not saying i'm not um handy around the house. I mean, I could fix some things, but like, I'm not, I'm not an expert, especially specifically about Mack trucks. So there will be like a, an expert, uh, on staff there to talk with us, talk us through it. It'll be interesting. I have no idea, but the best part is it's a massive payday for myself. And it's a, it's a hotel stay on a Tuesday into a Wednesday in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Do I know anybody in Allentown? I don't think so. Uh, but it's pretty cool. You know, it's like it was one of the things Like, was not on the bingo card uh, to commentate and announce a Mack truck building competition. Not at all. And I used to kind of frown about these things. I'm like, I'm not doing that crap. You know what I mean? I'm not doing it. But then at the end of the day, man, it's like, you're branding yourself. This guy met me at StarCast, and I didn't even know it. You know, I, I met so many people in and out, handshakes, fist bumps all over the place, and I had no idea who some of these people were. So he really never introduced me to himself with a, a firm, like, formal handshake, like, hi, I'm Wesley. It was just like, hey, 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 you know, and just, like, kind of nodding and, and doing a lot of the, you know, the, the head nods, like, hey, what's up, you know? Uh, so that's where he met me. He saw me work there. He saw my work at the showcase, uh, the wrestling showcase, and he's like, these two guys, Dave and Josh, are uh, two peas in a pod. You know what I mean? Like, they're, we have such a good camaraderie and such a good chemistry that I said it earlier this week on social media. I said, I don't think, I don't think anybody could touch us on commentary when it comes to, like, just overall banter, calling a match, um, knowing the storylines, like, incorporating past storylines or maybe even our animosity towards each other. Like, it's a very... Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby Heenan type shtick. And if you saw what Josh was wearing last week at the showcase, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but it was, it was, we, we do gel together. And I think this could be a traveling team uh, for multiple promotions. Um, I think that this is, it started at WrestlePro and it was by accident. Kevin Matthews put us together. He was, this is when Josh was working for Fight TV. He goes, hey, uh, your commentating partner is like a package deal. Uh, the fight TV guy is going to sit next to you. And at first, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, mean, I can work with anybody. We're good. Uh, but it was literally within five minutes, I was like, this dude has got the gift of gab, and he's perfect for my counterpart. Like, everybody know, and, and I didn't know he was a former pro wrestler at the time. He wrestled and trained long ago. Um, but, yeah, so the, the, the chemistry between us has now been noticed by outside ventures, and now here we are with a nice – Fat payday to go down to Allentown, Pennsylvania and hang out. So I'll be doing that. Um, other news. What else is going on in the world? Uh, well, I pff, tell you what. I don't know because I don't watch any news anymore. Um, and I think that's very 
it's a good thing for somebody that's driven and wants to start creating and start doing more things for themselves is to, to stay away from like some of the major news outlets. I don't care which one you like, whether it be Fox or CNN or newsroom thing or CNBC or whatever. Like, just don't watch it. You know, if you, the less you consume, the happier you'll be because it's never good. And when it is good, they'll follow that bitch right up with a bad story. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, you know, local puppy, safe from tree. Like, oh, this is great. He's like, but the puppy had a COVID strain. And you're like, oh, no. You know, it's like, dude, it, they can't, they can't, they can't possibly go together uh, on like a good news basis the entire way. They need drama. They need people. They need clicks. They need all that shit uh, are all the major news outlets. And, um, and that's why some people don't like other news outlets because they're like, well, that's not fair. They didn't tell the whole story and vice versa. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Don't watch the news. Um, so I, so I don't know what's going on in the world today. I do know that, um, we have had some shitty weather in the past, uh, couple, uh, couple weekends. Hurricane season is upon us. So everybody down in Florida, my thoughts with you guys just kind of buckle up and, you guys are prepped for this. You've done this before. This ain't your first rodeo. You know what I mean? So you'll be good to go. Um, and that's on the news front and the weather. That's the weather. Back to you, Dave. Um, no, but it's been a very busy week. And I think that, you know, the, the busier I get, the happier I am. Because there was a lot of times, and I've said this on past episodes, a lot of times that I'm just kind of staring at the wall like, man, what do I do next? You know, like I own my business. Now what? You know, it's like almost like a book, you know, like you've owned your own business. What's the next steps? And here I am like, I don't know what to do. You know, I've never done this before, um, but I've come into a groove. I've come into some nice new clients, uh, guys that are pumped about the work that I'm doing for them. And I can't say enough about that kind of thing is that when, when you're told that you're doing a good job, there is nothing better than that. There really isn't. But unfortunately, there is an opposite side of the spectrum. And that's one of something I've dealt with over this last week. Um, not for me in particular. Uh, just obviously, it's not all sunshine and rainbows at home right now because one of us is chasing a dream. One of us is the, is in the rat race, right? I mean, you know, so so really what this does is is it gives me an outside look of how people are treated. And I I really hammered this home the other day. I think it was Monday or Tuesday on Facebook. And I said, man, if you're going to own a business and you're going to run a network or you're going to run anything, like the people that are helping you out in the in the interim, like sp specifically when you first start, like, man, you got to like, you got to treat those people like gold, man, because if they're gone, all the workload is going to be left on you and you will not be able to prosper. You won't. The, the horror stories that I've heard just this week alone, you know, Business owners calling people stupid and telling them that they're not doing a good job. And how can you think of something so dumb? Like, I've never, I, I listen, since I started this two and a half years ago with Chris, we've had interns come and go, right? Interns come and go. But you can interview every single one of those interns. And I guarantee you they're going to say that working here at Chop Sports, Chop Studios was easy peasy, nothing too drastic, you know, just Overall, a fun environment. There was never any stress. You know, if, if there was, it was because we were brand new at everything and there was like a technical issue where if I didn't figure it out, why couldn't my intern? But like at the same time, I'm like, nobody can figure it out. That's why it's a problem. If it was an issue, if it was a solvable issue, then, then there would be no problem, right? And we could just solve the issue. But like, I'm proud as shit at some of these guys that have come and gone 
um, and uh, and girls uh, that have come and gone into this studio and have prospered after. You know, Madison Palumbo was our first female chop athlete. She um, uh, she went, uh, I can't remember the name of the school, but she's now in another program at Syracuse where I see her in a news desk and interviewing players and, and doing all this sports media coverage. She got a lot of those tips of the trade from us, and I'm just like, it's so rewarding to see these people prosper. A.J. Bascone was one of our favorite interns that have been in here. Him, Pistol Pete, um, you know, Anthony, Anthony, one, two, three, four, five. There was a bunch of Anthonys in here. Every single one of these people, if they moved on to bigger and better and they're getting paid handsomely and they're doing their best to prosper their own brand and their own life, bro, I am pumped about that. You know what I mean? I am so pumped about that. I'm like, wow, man, that's fucking cool. Listen, when we lost AJ originally, I said this before, when we lost him originally, I'm like, son of a bitch, what are we going to do now? We had AJ, this guy was doing so much for us, and now he's just, he's dipping for money. How could he? You know, and I was like, you know, and at that time, that was the thought process. But now I see these guys, they're still keeping up with the stuff that I do. I tell you right now, and I'm going to say this publicly right now. The other day, Kyle Kerms of the Sauce Network hit me up and said, hey, Dave, uh, your audio is duplicated last week. So if you watched, if you listened to this show last week and just by accident, the same show repeated after one after another, uh, that was on me, right? But you know what I took away from that? Like, it's one, yes, it's critique. It's constructive criticism. It's also, hey, man, you screwed up. But the one thing I took about that is that they're listening to the sound of my voice while they prep for their jobs or were they and they prep for their their YouTube things and and their shows but like my shows in the background it's like they don't have to do that they don't have to show me any more support i i can't do i can't provide much for them anymore you know what i mean other than a studio if they wanted to do something here you know what else can i possibly do i've i've asked Kyle for work but again i didn't i didn't know what the hell i was doing now i'm more versed i can edit i can do all this it's all self taught and Kyle helped me throughout the the course of that time like, I didn't know how to do one thing from another. I opened up Adobe Premiere for the first time, and I'm like, ah, yeah, okay. <laughs> like this, you, no shot. Am I ever going to learn this shit? And I did. And a lot of times I hit up Kyle for questions because Kyle, I saw his videos. His his YouTube is one of the most successful YouTubes I've personally ever seen of somebody that I know, right? It's like incredible. And it's incredible to watch, and it's incredible to watch other people grow. I was talking to uh, Mark and Dom of the DudeCast this morning. Those guys got to join me at the premiere showcase. They had their own show. They were a hit. They got emails. They networked their asses off. They put out a show. Um, it's it's just rewarding, man. I'm sorry. Like it's not like I'm trying to get emotional, but it's like to help others is like part of my flex of being a business owner, man. It's like, yeah. Do I want to make money? Yes. I want a yacht. I want to fucking own the Cowboys, right? I want to own. You know, like this is all things that, yeah. Like you got you kind of come to also realities. So I, at the end of the day, I know my limits. I know how much I'm able to do on a day-to-day. -day. I map out my every day, um, just like any other day. You know what I mean? So it's not like a, a wish wash. I'm just w like walking into the studio like, okay, what's first? I have no idea. Every single day is laid out. Every single day, every hour is laid out for me uh, because if I don't, I'll, I'll miss something. Um, this, just to see, this, excuse me, this week I missed a couple things, and I'm like, I felt like a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, man, you got – one job to do this, and you missed it, and you forgot about it, and you had guys texting, and I'm like, oh man, like uh, that felt uh, shit, you know? Like I want them to, I want their shows to go well too. Um, but yeah, you just got to take one day at a time. Um, again, this whole thing stems back for me just being happy 
uh, that others are growing and to see it around these areas and this, this part of the town, you know, like to see, uh, the break buds do something or, or I can hear them strategizing their next show. And, um, you know, they came to me for some OBS stuff and it's just like, we're all still trying to eat around here. You know what I mean? And that's what I said. I was like, if I, if I can do anything as a business owner, it's to take down the biggest piece of like, just just try to try to do enough where I can take a little pieces here and there and give it to others and help others because every to me the the motto here for me now is everybody eats everybody eats and that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to help everybody grow in turn you can hope that they'll help you too you know and in some turns some way shape or form but you don't look for it you know I'm like well man come on I gave you this like when are you gonna help me you know like Dude, I got more memorabilia from the Cowboys in my office right now on my desk that A, either A, I got at a massive discount, or B, I just, they pulled it and they're like, Dave, you helped produce today, so we're going to give it to you since nobody claimed it or some shit. You know, it was early, early on, obviously. But, like, that, that's that's just the, the give and take. Like, hey, man, thanks for all your hard work. You know, like, if I'm able to give money to others, like, I'm, I'm, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. I would love to pay Shay. Shay works her ass off for me. She's texting me at midnight. And not with the you up text, okay? It's like, hey, I'm going to get to this. When I get to this, when I get to this, just letting you know. Of course, I don't see it until I wake up, but I'm just like, damn, bro, it's midnight. Like, look at her go. Like, I didn't ask for that, you know? But people want to grow. People want to people wanna see things through for the first time. And I do want to say this. Stop expecting free work as well. Like, you, you, are, a, you are your own entity. You're your brand. You have that to protect. If you start doing favors for everybody, it, they're going to compile, they're going to stack up, and then you're going to be screwed. Because then people, A, won't pay you. You know, B, sever relationships that way because they didn't pay you. And and then all of a sudden, like, you're looked at like, oh, well, he did it for free for this guy, so I'm sure he'll definitely do it for free for me. You have to know your value, you have to know your worth, and you can't be afraid to ask for money. You can't because nothing in this world is free anymore. Not at all. Right. You can you can do a couple things in good faith. Like I was doing that for Premiere for a little while. I was like, hey, listen, you know, I know you guys are going to take care of me. So we're good. Right. And they have and they've taken great care of me. Look, Josh just got me this next booking. Like they're, they're definitely taking care of me. Um, but yeah, you never want to set yourself up in a situation where you're setting yourself up for a loss uh, because you that the only way to grow is you either got to spend money to make money or or just eat a lot of shit for a little while until you start seeing the money start coming in. And that's kind of where I was at. I was a little bit of little bit of both, right? We were spending money to make money with advertisements and marketing materials and this, that, and a third, and building the studio out. And then there's also like those times where whew, me and Chris were just looking at each other like, yo, you got you got any more ramen? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was times like that where I mean I, at least here, if I leave the studio and I go home, I got stocked cupboards, right? Cupboards, listen to me. I got stocked shelves. I got, you know, the cabin is full of shit. We're good. But like here, I try to live within my means here. You know, we used to order lunch every day, every day. And then we look at our end of year, like profit loss. And we're like, where did all that money? Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe we shouldn't order fucking uh, Dabari's pizza. All right. And then go to uh, Amano pizza, switch it up a little bit. You know what I mean? But let, let's not do that every day. You know, and I'm not saying live poor, you know, don't not treat I've treated myself to lunch today. I think I earned it. You know what I mean? Like, but you don't have to 
You don't have to uh, sit there and like scratch and claw and be like, oh my God, I got no dollars. And like, you'll get that money. The money will come to you. The money will come. Trust me. Um, Upcoming week, got a lot of stuff going on. Obviously, I'll be back next week to recap all the happenings that is in the day in the life of a business owner, a day in the life of a, you know, I don't really dive too deep into these podcasts because I don't think it's absolutely necessary, but I do have to inform the masses that I do have a fantastic support system at home. I have two wonderful kids who are just literally the light of my life and they're the reason why. Everybody, when you have a goal, you have a reason why. And if you don't, you have a hard time getting to that goal because it's like, what's your real drive? My drive is my kids. Um, and it's it's I want I want them to be able to go to school one day and be like, yo, my dad is super cool. You know, and that's it. I don't need like he's super rich or he's man, he's broke, or man, he's strong or whatever. No, I just want to be cool. I just want to be like, yo, what my dad does is pretty badass, and I've seen it from the jump, you know? So those are the goals, and, and that's really it. It's when you break it down. Um, at the end of the day, say at the end of the day, like 18 times a podcast, um, at the end of the day, all you're trying to do is fight for the ones you love. And, and it's not, it doesn't just, it's not just the, the home. It's not the home, not just the home team. It's the extended home team where it's my dad. It's my bonus mom. It's my, uh, my sister-in-law. It's, uh, it's, it's obviously my brother, uh, his wife, you know what I mean? Like then you got uh, a bonus sister and then you got, you know, just aunts, uncles, Best friends, everybody that I try, I try so hard to make proud. And I, that's all I want. Yeah, you know, I got a birthday card from my dad on my birthday from dad and Barry. And they're like, we're so proud of you. And, and that's, dude, I swear to you, if it wasn't loaded with $48,000 like it was, <laughs> like, if I, it could have been just a card, but to read, and I know my dad's going to listen and be like, for the next year, you're just getting a card. Uh, but really, just seeing like, I'm proud of you, it, that's that's it, man. That's that's the top of the tier when it comes to what I'm trying to do all this for. I want my parents proud. I want my family to think I'm good. And I want my family to know I'm trying my best. And that's it. That's, it. that's all you can do at the end of the day. <laughs> so with that being said, I'd say that a lot too. This has been another episode of the Dave Sturchio Show. Have yourselves a fantastic, fantastic weekend. Stay safe. Be smart. If you're going to drink, don't drive. None of that stuff. Uh, this weekend for me, like I said, down the shore. Tonight I'll go home. Kick my feet up, watch some SmackDown or something like that, or watch the new series that I wanted to see, the, the wrestler series on uh, on Netflix. Definitely got to check that out. Um, but, yeah, that's it. That'll do it. Have a nice night. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.